Well, good afternoon and thank you for joining me again for the last business of the law and the and you program for the year. Julian Campbell here. We've got another interesting show for you lined up. A bit later in the program, we'll have a look at our business tips. These particular ones today are going to come from Santa. We're also going to be chatting with Christina. We're going to be looking at uh, talking about lists that we should be thinking about for our business. But right now, we're going to cross over to uh, the Hunter Region Business Hub and have a chat with Kimberly Claire Campbell, who is a mentor there. Good afternoon, Kimberly. Good afternoon, Julian. Well, thanks for joining us again for the uh, last program of the year. The new year is often a time when business owners relax, unwind and start thinking about either starting their own business or if they're already in business, evaluating their direction. And of course, uh, with the uh, terrible year we've had in 2020, um, a lot of people are, are looking for opportunities and directions. So over the year, you've spoken with many, uh, with many and mentored many different business people. Um, are there any traits that really stand out that successful entrepreneurs have? Yeah, so entrepreneurs come in all shapes and sizes, as I think we all know from our own experiences. But yes, I do think there's like seven basic traits that are really important or essential that successful business owners have. And they're purpose, creativity, relationship building, being a self-starter, consistency, integrity, and having those strong foundations. Well, that's quite an extensive list. Let's uh, dive into each trait. First of all, the uh, the purpose. Yeah, so your purpose is your big picture. It's your why vision for your business. So whether you want to have a positive impact on your community, solve problems for other people, or maybe even turn that side biz into a lifestyle business, you really need to be genuinely excited deep down about what you want to do and why you're doing it. Fulfilling your business purpose is the reason why when things get tough, you're still able to get back to work and why you wake up in the middle of the night excited about new ideas for your business. Your business purpose is the reason why you keep reading, learning, researching and finding better ways to do what you do in business. And probably we could add to that the importance of being passionate about what you're doing. Absolutely, like your sign-off message. <laughs> so, um, creativity was the next one. Why is creativity important for a successful business owner? Yeah, I think most people, when they think about creativity, they think Rembrandt, Monet, like the famous artists and musicians in the world, and therefore they stop feeling creative themselves. But the cornerstone of every successful entrepreneur is being creative, but not in the sense of being an artist. It's about being creative with their thinking, having that out-of-the-box solutions to the business challenges that they face. So every entrepreneur out there will encounter challenges. For instance, there might be limited resources, and we've seen that during COVID. Um, Budgets can get really stretched until they can't go any further. Sometimes it's to do with a lack of expertise, and of course this year with COVID, we've seen Lots of businesses facing challenges, but those creative entrepreneurs will find a way to do what they do in a slightly different way that still leads them towards their goals. So uh, people are the key to every business. So I would think relationship building is another key to business success. Yeah, so all of life revolves around relationships and business is exactly the same. So whilst 
a dozen businesses may offer exactly the same or very similar services and solutions to customer problems, your customer will always purchase from the business where they feel they're looked after. So successful business owners need to be focused on building both their team members and their customer connections. And as an entrepreneur, you'll know that you can train technical skills, but you can't train people skills as easily. So building your business by focusing on your people really helps you to develop that unique business that will make it easy for your clients to solve their challenges. So so point four is being a self-starter. What, what do you mean by that? So we need to be able to decide on your own business direction and then take the actions needed to, to develop it. So when we're talking about being a self-starter for a new entrepreneur, that means having an action plan and then taking the action to make that happen. So maybe you've... Um, been self-employed, I'm sorry, unemployed or you've been employed by companies or bigger organisations and you get told what to do and how to do things. As an entrepreneur, you need to see that something needs to be done and work out how to do it. So that's where the self-starter comes in. Uh, The people who need prompting to take action, they don't self-initiate or self-start, aren't really suitable for becoming their own boss. So... uh I suppose that leads a little bit into the next one, which is uh, consistency. Yeah. So we know that consistency is needed in every area of your business. The way that people recognise you, so consistency in your branding, uh, the fonts that you use in any printed or online media, uh, the words that you use to reflect your business. It creates a culture around your brand, but it also creates um, a culture and a consistency with the way that your employees or or team members interact with your customers, how your customers see you, and also the way that you post on socials or any marketing that you do. So if your brand consistently creates recognition and that um, the reliability, you're going to build up trust. Yeah, and uh, as a, uh, a digital advisor, you obviously uh, talk a lot about uh, being consistent in what you're posting in social medias. Absolutely, and you don't have to be consistently posting every day, but if you're going to post three times a week, you make sure that you do it because customers start expecting it and looking for you. So you mentioned that consistency uh, leads to trust and there's a lot of talk about trust and integrity in business or in government as well at the moment. So this would be a vital trait, wouldn't it? Yeah, I like to think of it as the foundation pillar. Um, My son used to be into nights when he was little and they had the the chivalrous code of honour, which was your word is your honour. And I think that's an essential thing for small business people to think about as well. Is Your word is your honour. What you promise to do for your, both your team members and for your um, customers, you need to follow through. It gains respect and trust as the business person. And always show your honesty and transparency in all of your activities and transactions, whether they're in your business or out, because it does flow around the circle and people take notice. And we all know that we would much rather do business with people we trust than people we think are a bit dodgy. And uh, the final one, well, when when you're building anything, especially a house, for example, requires strong foundations, I would imagine a successful business would need the same. 
Absolutely. So anybody can start a business, but not everybody is cut out to be a successful entrepreneur. So your business does need those really strong foundations to grow. Otherwise, it will fall over and collapse. So even if you have an employee doing financial accounts or you have somebody running your marketing campaigns, you've got a salesperson selling to your customers, you as the business owner still need to understand how all these systems work, what um, what's happening in them and to monitor them because they are the key indicators of your business's health and without them, your business could collapse. And uh, I, I understand, of course, in The Hunter we have a, a lot of government-sponsored programs that will help you start your business with strong foundations. Absolutely. We're very fortunate in that respect. There's some very um, excellent programs, um, business startup support, digital business advice. So remember over the Christmas holidays, if you're a bit bored, do a Google, find out what's out there and get the support that you need to become successful in your business. Great. Well, thanks very much for your time again, Kimberly, and thanks for being with us over the, uh, the course of the year. And uh, have a great Christmas, and we look forward to catching up with you again in February. You too, and uh, season's greetings and Happy New Year to all your listeners as well. Thank thanks, you. Julian. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Emily Claire Campbell there from the Hunter Region Business Hub, helping us to understand what's required to set up a business or even redirect our business. And you're listening to Business, the Law and You on 2NURFM. Time to have our chat with Christina. Good afternoon, Christina. Good afternoon, Julian, for our last session for the year. For our last session, yes. But we'll be back in February. We will indeed. And now you're going to talk about lists, a bit like Santa, checking his lists twice. Yes, so we've got three lists I'd like to um, discuss in our brief time tonight, so or to that this, this afternoon. Um, and the first is, if you've got a few spare moments over the next few weeks, we've got a bit of a reading list for you. Mm. Uh, it's, it's varied, so what we've got on that reading list is a couple of long books and a couple of short books. Short book, Ubuntu, um, by Stephen London and Bob Nelson, very much around a tribal um, scenario of we're all in this together, we all exist collectively. I think it's very appropriate for the times that we're living through right now. Um, another book that is specifically very much uh, uh, important to the times we're living now is The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. If there has been a year where we've had to surrender to things mm. um, that, we're, that we're not particularly ready for or used to, um, this has definitely been it. Uh, a really good book on how to... Keep Up With Change and to Switch That Mentality is, in fact, a book called Switch by Chip Heath and Dan Heath. Uh, really, it's quite remarkable about just how switching your perspective on things can, um, can make a big difference. Another short book, if you've got a couple of hours, Jonathan Livingston Seagull. I think mm. I've read that book about 10 times and, mm. and taken a different perspective every time. Uh, it's by Richard Bach. It's quite a, quite a remarkable book and there's lots of people that have read it. If you've read it, read it again. I'm sure you'll get Has something it, different out of it. I haven't thought about that one for years. Yeah, yeah. Every, every time I read it, um, Julian, I get something different out of it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last book would be Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Fabian and it's um, quite a remarkable book on how... Navy SEALs create that, that solidarity and that unity. Um, so five books, I will send them to you, Julian. You can yeah. um, put, them, put them up. Uh, we'll put them and up on social get, media. 
yep, great, you know, really good reading list um, if, if you're a bit short on a book or two that you want to read over the holidays. The other thing that we'd love to encourage um, are conversations. So over dinner tables, over, you know, beach walks, whatever it is that you're going to be doing to take a bit of downtime, have some ethical conversations. A, a really good conversation is what are ethics? Um, another conversation topic could be where is AI leading us? Uh, another conversation you might have is what difference can we make um, to the environment? You know, if you're walking mm. along the beach, one of my favourite um, sayings is pick up three for the sea. Uh, so, you know, see three pieces of plastic, pick them up because that way they're not going to go back into the ocean. Uh, fourth question, what kind of world do we want to leave for our children? Um, and the fifth question, what values do we want to live by? So five mm. questions, conversation starters, um, you know, uh, over a glass of wine or over a beach walk, whatever, whichever way you want to do it, have conversations because we've learnt so much over the year. And we've talked uh, about values a lot over the over the last few weeks, particularly. We have, and you know, values in business. Values in business start with each person, and a business is only made up of people. A government's made up of people. A corporation's made up of people. So, bring it back to the people. Our values are extremely important as individuals. Uh, and the last thing I'd like to um, to give people a list to think about are five reasons why we go into 2021 really hopeful. Um, and the first one is that we've seen how technology can be used for good this year uh, and how it can be used to connect people that may not have been connected before. Um, the other thing I think we've seen uh, is communities banding together. Mm. So, you know, helping each other, neighbourhoods helping each other, just that, that whole aspect of people trying to lift each other and help each other. Um, a third thing is very close to that community. It's families spending time with each other and supporting each other. Um, the fourth thing I think that has given us hope is that there is still so much to learn every day. Uh, and it's through those conversations and through the books we have and through the people that, that in our communities um, that we are going to have that kind of hope and that kind of progress moving into the future. And the fifth thing is love each other. There is so much love out there. And, you know, we, we go around at Christmas time wishing people lots of love and peace um, and hope. Let's make that part of our conversation every day, not just on Christmas Day or leading up to Christmas, but imagine if those words were in our everyday conversations, our everyday language. Yeah, great, great. Well, I will, uh, I don't know when I'll add to my reading list but I know I always get a few books at Christmas time so uh, that's my that's my reading time yeah it is it's a, and it's a wonderful time to pick up things you know I, I think I, I really enjoy it because I'm going to pick up a couple of non-fiction or fiction books as well uh, and get lost in story great well thanks very much for your time and your, and your support for the program over the year um, have a great Christmas and uh, we'll be back to chat with you again in February we will. Thank you. And thanks for having me, Julian. Great. I really enjoy my time with you on this on this show and wishing everybody, you know, that peace and that hope and that love over this coming season and, you know, going forward, moving forward. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Christina there with uh, those important lists and there's some good ones there, isn't there? Some some on the books, which uh, we'll, we'll get up on the social media sometime. We've also got that uh, important things to talk about and focus on hope. And you're listening to Business, The Law and You on 2NURFM. Time to have a look at some business tips from Santa. Of course, he's not one of yesterday's heroes. He's a continual hero. So there's some little points that uh, 
worth looking at. First of all is to deliver on time. Would you still love Santa if he missed a year or came late occasionally? He has great systems to ensure everything runs like clockwork. Next, everyone loves a giver. Don't be a taker. Win people over with your generosity. Thirdly, plan ahead. He makes a list, checks it twice. How well do you list what you need to do? Fourthly, hire a great team. Santa gets the glory, but the elves work like Trojans to make it happen. Where are your elves? Fifth, teach your clients how to treat you. Every kid knows how to leave out milk and cookies and carrots for the reindeer. Do your clients know how to help you? Sixth, qualify hard. Do you grade your clients? Santa knows if we've been naughty or nice. Which of your clients have been nice, which fall into the naughty corner? Leverage well. Santa has learned a term of doubles who work the crowds at every shopping centre on the planet for the last four weeks. Um, the eighth point is to have great leadership. Running a great team like he has requires great leadership. How good is yours? And number nine, he knows his numbers. He needs to budget very carefully and plan very well ahead. So some good points there, isn't it? Well, thank you for being with me for the last half hour for the last program for 2020. I hope you've enjoyed the program over the year. In a moment, Jane Klein will be back with you with more of your easy listening favourites. I'd love your company again for Business, the Law and You at the same time in February when we'll look at more business and legal news and views that might affect your business. Until then, have an exciting Christmas and a prosperous New Year. And, of course, stay safe. And, as Benjamin Franklin once said, a good conscience is a continual Christmas. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.